Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Spiritually Empowered. You belong here if you identify as someone who is here to imprint the world with your unique medicine, with your innate gifts. If you are ready to uncover your spiritual powers, remember how to walk embodied in these powers on this planet today, then this show is for you. I welcome you here and thank you for pressing play today. I'm your host, Ashley Coleman, the owner and founder of Emerald Healing Arts. I am literally on this planet to empower souls like you to heal themselves and live their mission because the world needs it. Thank you so much for being here and remember to share this episode if it speaks to you and let's do this. Hello, love, and welcome to Spiritually Empowered. Thank you so much for being here today. This is a really, really necessary conversation to have, and it's been a massive part of my life ever since I was a baby, really. And that is the conversation on spiritual warfare, psychic attacks, psychic greetings, the energies that go boo in the night and how all of us as light walkers, people who are here to increase the healing on the planet and decrease the suffering on the planet. All of us, in my opinion, have experienced this to differing degrees. And so we're going to dive into three main questions today. And that is what is going on? What's actually happening beneath the surface on a spiritual level in this world today? And two, what has happened to me personally, specifically an experience the other night that a lot of you on Instagram wanted me to speak on. So I'm going to do that today. And then three, what can we do about it? How can we combat these negative influences with love? Because right away, I want to say something that we all already know, but may have forgotten. Hate breeds more hate. Judgment creates more judgment. And the darkness feeds on fear and judgment, resistance, all of it. It always comes back to love, not the airy fairy love, but I mean fierce love. Think about a mother bear protecting her cubs, willing to consume anything that jeopardizes the health and well-being of her babies. This is the type of love that is, I believe, source-level love, God-level love, whatever word you want to throw in there, source-level, divine-level love, the type of love that is beyond just human relationship love. Okay, we know that We feel love in relationships and we also feel pain in relationships, but there's something bigger than that. We get a taste of the source love inside of our relationships. And I believe we're meant to embody that level of love inside of our relationships. But this type of love that I'm talking about, it's unconditional. And my mother gave me this love. My mother said, I don't care what you do. I don't care if you kill someone. I don't care what you do or who you become. I will love you. She used to tell me and my sister, I would jump in a fire for you. 
The thing about unconditional love is it has no conditions. So it's able to look darkness in the face and say, I love you. I know that you are part of God too. You can think of this as non-dual consciousness. Non-fragmented or split consciousness. It looks at the darkest corner of this world and pulls out the beauty in it by anchoring unconditional love. It's when you're going into shadow work and you're sitting with yourself and you're deciding to love your sorrow, you're deciding to love your jealousy, you're deciding to love these weird or kooky desires that you have, you're deciding to love your pleasure and your joy. You're no longer casting these quote-unquote unlovable, scary, or dark parts of you into hell, essentially, into the darkness. And this is a realm of religion that's really um, not effective. Casting demons into the darkness, casting judgments into the darkness, casting sexuality and sexual freedom into the darkness, demonizing this, demonizing that, demonizing this, demonizing that. Let me share with you or remind you what happens when we demonize something. It creates a demon. When we say wrong, bad, bad, terrible, 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 oh, unlovable, when we cast something into that box, it festers. And I'm not saying that we get to go out and harm people or that we're not meant to hold people accountable for their harmful actions. No, we are meant to hold people accountable for their actions. But I'm talking about a perception, a way of being that we are literally being asked to embody in our lives, starting with ourselves. I'm taking a deep breath with me. Make a sound. So I created a poll on my Instagram page, which is Emerald Healing Arts, one word if you want to follow me and aren't already. And I asked my community, how often have you experienced these forms of psychic attack? Which I'll share in a minute. And so many people had experienced them. So I know that this is common and I wanna give my a shamanic perspective on this. I've studied from Shaman Durek who has a gorgeous perception of this, my teacher Alberto Violdo, and other teachers that have helped me remember the way that I see this. And so I wanna honor all of the people that have helped birth this awareness in me. And so I want to start with what is darkness and what is light and where are we in all of that? So I believe that we are in a prophesized time in history where, as my teacher Alberto Violdo says, the gates of heaven have been flung open and the gates of hell have been flung open. Any timeline is available to you. All the demons are available to you. All the angels are available to you. And we have free will. So that means we get to decide which timeline we are on from moment to moment to moment. 
And none of this means that you have to be a perfect, happy, joyful, perfected being. It just means that you get to decide with your free will consciousness which game you play. Fear or love, essentially. Those are the two options. And as we approach a massive shift in consciousness on this planet today, we are seeing a polarization happen on the planet. Anytime we approach a shift in consciousness, there is a split in humanity. The gray area dissolves or is dissolving. And so you can no longer have one foot in fear and one foot in love. We are literally starting to be required to pick a side, essentially. You know, when you wake up, are you going to drown in doubt or are you going to stand in love? And again, it's your choice. No matter what your circumstances are, what are you going to focus on? What are you serving? So we can talk about it like that. Who do you serve? Fear or love? If you're making your decisions from a place of fear, you're serving fear. If you're making decisions from a place of love, you're serving love. So on this planet, we experience duality. You could see it as what's wanted and what's unwanted. You could see it as good versus evil. And I'm just going to be really real and say, here's how I see things. Take it or leave it. I believe that there is a race of beings that are in control to some extent of our world. And they have been in control of our world for thousands of years, pretty much since the dawning of humanity, there's been a distorted level of control over the people. And I see it as mental enslavement, spiritual suppression, sexual suppression. Why were the midwives and the witches killed? Thousands and thousands and thousands of people who did not conform to society. Why were they slaughtered? That's my question. So we can see the evidence of this all over the world. Why are we abusing our animals? Why are we teaching young people to hate themselves? If you, as you wake up, you look at the media and you almost either about throw up or laugh. You're like, what is this chaos? Commercial after commercial after commercial after medicine after hamburger and this medicine and this medicine and this hamburger and this french fries and this new Hardee's. It's like, oh boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. And then you start to see, you know, scary movies in a different light. And I'll go ahead and say scary movies are portals to the underworld. Most of them. Most of them act as a magnet and they literally impact your subconscious mind, open doorways of fear in your mind so that you become more open and available to the influence of negative entities. Negative entities, let's go into this conversation. Negative entities, in my opinion, are not evil and terrible and bad. They have just been in the dark. So the darkness is not bad or wrong. These beings are not evil and terrible and wrong. They just have separated from source. Okay? We are so free that we can actually turn away from our source. And what does that mean? We don't have the access to the light energy as fuel. So the beings who are in the dark, dancing in the dark, dancing in manipulation, trying to take your power, they feed on you because they don't have source food. Does that make sense? They have turned away and kind of severed their connection to source because of pain, because of trauma, because of conditioning, whatever it is. 
probably a lot of fucking pain, right? That these beings are trapped in the darkness. And so the only way that they can stay alive, if you will, I'm talking about energy, ghosts, spirits, right? The only way for them to sustain their life, if you will, is to draw from you, is to make you feel shitty, is to feed off your fears and worries. So there are beings and there are people, and I didn't used to think this, but now I know this, who severed their relationship to source. They're still God. They're still source, but they've turned away from it to play in the dark, if you will. They're lost souls. And so the only way they sustain themselves is to feed on fear, is to feed on energy, is to feed on you. So this episode is going to be a fast track. Not We're not going to rush. We're going to take our time, but it's going to be a way for you to literally stop giving your power away right now. Because when I grew up, my biggest trauma in this life is spiritual trauma. Go figure. I'm I'm literally called by spirit every day to do this healing work on the planet. I have the resources. I have the knowledge. I have the time to explore this. To whom much is given, much is required. So I do feel a responsibility for the people and for myself. And this is really important. There's no hierarchy. You're not better than the beings trapped in darkness. You're not worse than Archangel Michael. There is no better than worse than. That is a human creation to enslave us. There's just different frequencies. There's fear and there's love and there's different frequencies. This one's going to cause suffering. This one's going to create power, right? There's different frequencies, but there's no better than worse than. There's no hierarchy. So me saying that I feel a spiritual responsibility for the community doesn't pedestal me. It actually puts me in a place of great responsibility, which I have felt since I was a child. I eat, breathe, and sleep spiritual empowerment teachings. And I'm grateful for those who remind me to kick back, to blow bubbles, to dance, to enjoy being a human. Everything in balance, right? But I'll share with you a little bit about what happened to me as a child, and I guarantee it's going to connect with you on some level. So I'm a sensitive being, very, very sensitive person, very highly emotional, highly intuitive. People would ask me, why are you crying? Why are you upset? Everything is fine on the outside, but you're just upset. What's wrong? Stop crying. Why are you sad? Well, because humanity has been spiritually and mentally and physically entrapped and enslaved by a a non-human race for thousands and thousands of years, and I fucking feel the pain of that. That's why. I couldn't voice that when I was a kid because I had no idea, but I was reading The Invisible World. And you probably are too. And The Invisible World plays by a little bit of different games than the physical world, and we'll talk about that a bit. So I remember being spiritually attacked every single night. I mean, every time the sun went down, there was a darkness in my mind. I'm going to get you. You're going to die. There's a demon in your room. Run. You're in fear. You're going to die. These images would start to come up in my mind of possession, of darkness, And I would freeze in my body. I would bolt to my parents' room and plead and beg them to essentially protect me. But in that moment, I wanted to sleep in their room. 
This went on for so many years. And the thoughts would start to flood into my mind. My whole body would freeze. I would pause in that place of fear and then I would run to their room. I really wanted protection. And I also knew, this is interesting, as a child, I always covered my bedroom mirror. I had this long mirror in my bedroom and I covered it every night because it wigged me out. And now I know that mirrors are portals. So what I've learned is that you don't want to have an open mirror in your bedroom, especially facing your bed. No bueno. That's just me. Feel it out. You can also go around all your mirrors with Palo Santos or Sage, hopefully ethically sourced, and say a prayer to clear all the past faces and energies from the mirror. I clear all the past faces and energies from the mirror. I did that when I learned this practice. So now I cover my mirrors today, or my one mirror in my bedroom. Every time I go to bed, I cover the mirror. Just a little tip for psychic empowerment, because yes, mirrors are portals, or they can be. Every time the sun went down, for many, 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 many years, I would cry when the sun went down. And years and years and years went by. And what's really interesting, my love, is that I was also starting to be drawn to explore the dark realms. It's like I was so deathly afraid of it, but I was so enticed by it while the sun was out. Something was drawing me to explore. I would literally explore the church of Satan. I would explore what people are doing in black magic, all the conspiracies, all of the shows in Disney Channel that are twisted and distorted. I would explore, and guess what? I still do. Why? Because I'm a truth seeker, babe, and I want to know what the heck is going on here. By no means am I practicing any of that. I'm trying to learn what they're doing so I can combat that. Because as light workers, we actually have to know what's going on in the darkness. And that's something Shaman Durek taught me. He's like, you know, all love and light, all love and light, all love and light. What are you going to do when there's a dark spirit in front of you? Are you going to run for the hills? Or are you going to stand your ground and... and have a conversation and send them to the light. We have to be able to confront the darkness on this planet. That's what I've learned. And hopefully this podcast will help you do just that. So something kept drawing me when the sun was out to study these things. I wanted to know about ghosts. I wanted to know about possession. And then when the sun went down, I was like, oh no, I, I, I researched all this and now I'm terrified by it. <laughs> So that was my shamanic training, if you will. I learned how to, how to um, be in the presence of those energies. And now I know how to embody my power in the presence of those energies. So again, these energies, Shaman Derek says, all of these dark entities and dark spirits and that are trapped in darkness, trying to draw energy from you. And they dress up in grim reaper clothes and they stick their tongue out and they do all the scary songs and dance and they match. Usually they match the scary figures that you've seen in the movies. That's why scary movies are a no bueno for me because these beings will match and adapt to your unique fears in order to draw on your adrenaline, your fear energy. Passing fears and anxieties are okay. That's so normal. But I'm talking about when fear floods your body and you don't know how to transmute it. I'm going to teach you how to transmute it. 
And then you're going to teach me because we're here to teach each other, right? So Shaman Dirk says, these are beings who are trapped in darkness. They are our brothers and our sisters. And that unconditional love says, I remember who you are. Here's a little story that changed my life. It's called The Little Soul in the Sun. And it's a children's book. And it's all about how it's like these little souls in heaven, if you will. And they're like, Oh, one of them says, I want to learn forgiveness. I want to learn what it's like to forgive. And it was about to go into its earth life. And this other soul pops up and says, I can help you learn forgiveness. And the other little soul says, really, you would do that for me? And the other soul says, yes, I would love to help you learn forgiveness. I'm just going to have to hurt you really, really, really bad so you can learn how to forgive. And the other soul says, oh my gosh, thank you. That means the world to me. I'm so excited to learn forgiveness on earth. What can I do to repay you? The other soul says, do one thing for me. Don't forget who I am, which is God, is source, is love. Don't forget who I am. Because if you forget who I am, you'll forget who you are and we'll both be lost. And that's what's happening on this planet. We have forgotten. We have forgotten. That challenge that you thought was going to take you out was meant to lift you up, was meant to break you down and lift you up. Some shamans in indigenous cultures, they experience being struck by lightning as a part of their training. There's different death ceremonies and different trials and things that they go through to awaken to their power. How do you awaken to your power? You know what powerlessness feels like. Every challenge that you thought would break you, made you, is making you. Every night that I was terrified and crying and staying up all night long, just dying to feel safe, all of that turned me into who I am, and I love who I am. And the movie Soul, have you seen it? Send me a DM on Instagram. Tell me how have you, if you've seen Soul, the movie. Beautiful, beautiful explanation of the dark energies. Gorgeous. I just love that. They exp there's a lot of accuracy in, in that movie. It's a kid's movie. It's absolutely amazing. So skipping forward to the other night and how I deal with these energies today. Let's get to the medicine here. So the other night I was doing my shadow research. I was researching this conspiracies. I was researching the sex trafficking and the celebrities and the, um, the island that the celebrities went on and did all the sex trafficking and all the things, a lot of things. I'm not going to even go into the things because that's not the point of this episode. I was researching a lot. I was like having holy shit moments a lot that night. And I go to bed and I live alone with my cat and I was laying in bed and this is not super uncommon, but I was laying in bed and I started to see dark images in my mind. I started to hear this really low, scary vibration, like a drone-like sound. And sometimes... I don't think it happened this night. Sometimes I have heard 
um, things like we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. So this is essentially the dark energies that are controlling the planet to some extent. They want us to be in fear. They want to spook us. Oh my God. They want to spook us. They want us to react and they want to spook us. But we remember that they are source dressed up as darkness, trapped in darkness. And so we love them to death. We love them to life, actually. <laughs> so here's what I did. I just, it was, it spooked me. It spooked me a little bit, right? Seeing these images. This happened to me since I was a child. Seeing these images, hearing these sounds. And now I talk to spirit verbally. So I hear voices now and my psychic gifts are opened up. By the way, I do a lot of work to psychically protect my energy. And there'll be another podcast about that. So I was laying in bed. And one of the first things I do when I lay in bed is I say this prayer. I say, I release all energies that no longer serve my highest and my greatest good to God now to be transformed. And then I'll snap my fingers, take a deep breath. And soften. Your words are spells, as you say it, so it is. So when these energies confronted me, I just observed, I didn't react. I felt a little spooked, but I just observed them. And then trying to remember, this about a week ago. Let's see, Spirit, show me what happened that night and how I got out of it. So I visualized a beautiful emerald light surrounding my body. I essentially increased the love inside my body, which freaks these beings out. They like when you do, oh my God, they like when you freak out, they like when you judge, they like when you hate, they like when you divide, they like when you get really pissed off, they like when you're afraid. So what did I do? The opposite. I breathed. I put light around my body and I actually started to sing. I was like, cause I heard that like really dark vibration, that like really dark, spooky um, drone like sound in my ears, in my third eye ears, whatever that is, but I heard it and I actually started to sing. And I just transmuted all this energy with my voice and I came up into my heart and I felt love and I irradiated that energy around me and I transformed that energy and went to sleep. So the idea is to increase the love inside your body. That gives you a force field around your body. And they say, damn, she's not giving us the energy that we came here for. We're either going to leave or she's going to take us to the, that person, they, whoever, is going to take us to the light. I give these beings two options. If a spirit comes into my room, does the whole song and dance, sticks the tongue out, it goes down to the floor, they do the whole spooky dance. I look at them straight, and this is if I see them <clears throat> with my third eye. I look at them straight, and sometimes I'll say, do you serve love? And they'll say no. And I'll take it to the light. The thing about love is that it's very um, confronting. <clears throat> love doesn't hide and run. The mama bear does not hide and run when she's protecting her babies. She stands, she stares, her heart bursts open with divine love, and she takes action. 
The spirit says, no, I don't serve love because they have to speak to you. This was a practice by Shaman Derek. This, these spirits, they're required to answer you. If you look at them straight from your heart, from certainty, I mean, love is the answer, my friend. We can't come at these energies with judgment. We literally have to be Buddhas. We literally have to be Christ and Mother Mary's. We have to love greater than our fear. And so we look at these energies. Spirit, I'm taking you to the light now. The place of love, beauty, and wholeness. And I'm using alchemy to turn you back into your original state, which is love. I'll snap my finger. I'll see them washed in light. And there they go. Gone. That practice is by Shaman Dirk. And if you want it completely spe uh, spelled out in your own Instagram, go to Emerald Healing Arts and then... Uh, look at my highlight titled Spirit, and I spell out the whole practice for you, and I tag Shaman Derek. He's just wonderful. Here's another form of psychic attack, which is essentially when a being trapped in darkness is trying to take your energy by lowering your frequency. And an old method is to cast these darkness, these energies further into darkness. That's not working. We need our brothers and sisters home in the light. We need these beings, brothers and sisters, they, them, whoever you want to call it, home in the light. That's how we all heal. No soul left behind. Another form of psychic attack is they come into your thoughts and they tell you that you're ugly. They say, you'll never do this. They'll say, he doesn't love you. These thoughts will come up in your mind. Any thought that goes against yourself is not you. Nobody wants this. You shouldn't even do this. You're going to fail. Your parents are going to die tomorrow. Something terrible is going to happen to you. They actually adapt to your biggest fears and they put them out in your mind or your vision. You'll have a vision of something terrible happening. We have different psychic channels. And get this, the same psychic channels... <laughs> This is so bizarre. The same psychic channels through which these dark energies try to lower our energy are the same psychic channels in which angels try to raise our energy. So we can combat the darkness by going to our angels. And we actually need to request help from our guides. We can't just assume that they're reading our minds. And a lot of these higher level guides and angels, they respect free will, which means they're not going to influence your life without you calling on them. Highest available spirit guides and angels come into this space. Help me own my power. I'm ready to learn from you. Let's partner in this life. Help me get stronger. Help me combat the darkness with love. Teach me about my powers. Thank you. I acknowledge that you're in my life. That's a life-changing prayer. I do it every day. We have to self-advocate and ask for what we want. We've got to pick up the phone and dial Archangel Michael or Buddha or Christ or Mother Mary, whoever it is, Metatron. Sit in sacred space, light that candle and call on the forces of love and light who will gladly teach you about your powers. The same psychic channels 
that the dark energies come to try and lower your energy are the same psychic channels through which you can connect to angels and strengthen your power, your manifestation powers, and live a lit up life in service to love. So I highly recommend that prayer every single day, calling on the spiritual support, because right now we're being influenced. The gateways are open, and we have the opportunity to learn about our spiritual powers, to reclaim our witchery, <laughs> and to stand on this planet as empowered beings, helping others be empowered. Empowerment means to stand in your free will, to know that you have a choice. That's what empowerment means. It's practicing your choice, consciousness. It's acknowledging that you're a free being. And what you have control over is your thoughts, your energy, your actions. So if any thought comes into your mind and threatens you, or speaks badly about you, you don't have to drink the poison. You just don't. I transmute thoughts all day long until they just slowed down and they barely even show up anymore because spirits, they know I'm going to transmute them. So they don't come and knocking much anymore because I'm not willing to hide or run. And it is kind of freaky. I'll, I'll admit it. As I was learning this and, and sometimes these interactions happen as you're stepping more into your power because they try to pull you backwards. Again, they're not here to break you. They're, they just need your energy and they get your energy through spooking you, right? It's not like they're terrible. They're trying to kill you. They're just lost. So let's be mindful not to categorize them as evil or, or horrible, right? They need love, fierce love, not the love without boundaries. Fierce love has fierce boundaries, yet it is love. So what's happening on this planet is that we're being shaken up to wake up. We could no longer continue on the path that we were on as a collective. Their control over us is loosening because people are waking up. And as people wake up, we're going to be challenged. We're going to be put through our challenges so we can remember our power. You can see these challenges as initiations. And I'm not even just talking about the boo and the night challenges, but challenges with your partner, challenges with your family. All of this has spiritual roots. All of our challenges, no matter what area of life they're in, they have spiritual roots. Everything has a spiritual root. So a couple things you can do. One, when you confront spirits at night or when you see the spooky spooky or anytime you have an interference with a thought or an energy or a spirit, stand boldly in love and take them to the light. Don't react the way they want you to react. Start laughing, start singing, start dancing. Why? Because you know who they are. You know that they're just desperately wanting to sustain life. And so you give them two options. Either you go away or I'm taking you to the light, my love. And then use the practice that Shaman Dirk taught me. It's in my Instagram or I said it here. So you can write that down. I highly recommend that. It's game changing. And it's our duty to take them to the light, right? It's literally our duty to pull energies out of darkness. I believe that. So that's the first thing you can do. The second thing you can do is create psychic powers. 
or um, boundaries. So every day, I'm only open to the highest love. Every morning, claim it. I'm only open to the highest love. Imagine a beautiful light around your body. Use a prayer to call in your highest guides and angels. Highly recommend it. Do a releasing prayer as you're going to sleep. The third one. Talk yourself up. Tell yourself how amazing you are, how loved you are. Tell yourself how beautiful you are, how powerful you are. Believe in your dreams. Tell yourself that everything that you're dreaming is destined for you. Fill yourself with source love. Tell yourself what to believe. Soul, you are a gift on this planet. Everything is working out for you. You're loved. Be that authority figure in your own self. And that will change your life too. Speak power into your heart. And remember, hold space for all of your beautiful emotions. All of them. Love them all. Consume them all with love. Breathe through them all. There's a gift in every one of them. The next thing you can do is please share this episode with someone that you love. Save this episode. Re-listen to it. I guarantee you'll learn something new. And this podcast is a spiritual catalyst, meaning my intention is that it awaken your DNA, that it awaken your inner guru. And so things are popping up in your heart. Wisdom is popping up in your heart. Things that I didn't even say or talk about. This is an activating podcast. And lastly, peace is your power. Empowerment means to practice your free will. So that means you can choose. You can deliberately decide every day the energy you're standing in. You can, instead of thinking the thoughts that just pop up, what if you wrote your own thoughts? What if you created your own thoughts? Wow. Something really cool is going to happen today. Something amazing is going to happen to you today. What if you just created your own thoughts? And instead of responding to life, you, you started creating it every day. Peace is your power, my love. When you embody love, when you embody peace, spirit speaks to you and calls you to make a difference because we are all spiritual warriors. And love is literally so much more powerful than fear and darkness. It just is. It just is. I also want to share this. So light and dark are both very sacred and necessary on this planet. Think about it. Nighttime, um, the womb is dark and the earth is dark. All life grows from the darkness. So darkness is not evil or bad. It's actually very beautiful. It's the unknown. It's the feminine essence. It's the spiral path. But the thing is these distorted beings and the beings who've separated from source, they hide in the darkness. It's not like the darkness is bad and terrible and evil. And the darkness is so fertile with dreams and gifts. The shamans and the medicine people, we go into the darkness to extract soul parts, to bring back healing gifts, to help our clients reignite with lost soul parts. It's not like 
all of the darkness is, is spooky. No, it's incredible. We've actually been trained to fear the darkness. It's just that these entities and beings hide in the darkness, right? So what do we do? We bring our light to the darkness. We light the candle flame in the darkness. When we're going to sleep, we breathe and we illuminate our energy fields. But remember, in darkness is where all life glows. So it's very sacred, very beautiful. It represents the path that you have yet to walk. It's everything you don't yet know. And so it's like within the vast, dark outer space, it's like here's the pocket of distorted entities that want to draw from you. It's not like the whole space is is, you know, lacking source energy. So I hope that helps you discern the difference there. This discernment is really a superpower these days and ages, right? And if you're ever in doubt, just look at the energy and say, do you serve love? That's it. And take them to the light if they don't. And remember that stillness and softness and ease, these are all medicines at this time. And be the eye of the storm. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear your thoughts on this podcast episode. And thanks for sharing this. And you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you'd like to help me grow these this community and get the message out to more people. I'm taking a deep breath in. Let it go. I'm just checking in to see if spirit wants me to share anything else with you today. And that feels complete on my end. Thank you, my love, for joining in on this podcast episode. Again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear what spoke to you the most. And cheers to our epic empowerment today. Love you so much and see you soon. I truly hope this podcast episode lifted your spirits and was exactly what you needed on your path today. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.